Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Griggs, here with the super producer, back from vacation, Ez McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How about yourself? I am doing very well. Rested. Hey, and, and clearly, uh, we can't skip a pod because after our last, you know, since our last pod, we've had bombings in Israel. Uh, they ousted the uh, chair, the, uh, the speaker, speaker of the house. house. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Can't it's find like, a new speaker of the house. Can't find one. <laughs> then the free, <laughs> the free Palestine protests. Trump wilding. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's so yeah, so clearly we gotta keep the pod every week. I mean, that's just uh, clearly a lot, lot, lot going amazing. on out there, man. Jeez, they, they, they know we 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 need the content. So absolutely. They ain't got nobody exactly. to MC this thing. Jeez Louise. <laughs> but thank you for checking out the Super Duper Podcast. We do not take your listens lightly. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pod, S U P A. D-U-P-A-P-O-D and on socials of the same S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D Also follow us online at HP53Productions.com for our merch and also additional content such as the Father Good Podcast and the Easy Smoke and GM Podcast with our, with our own S. McMahon NBA season starting soon, brother Yes, sir, I know you it don't is. care I know it you don't is. care, I, know you I don't really care. don't I, know you I actually don't saw care. while I, I was in Portland I, I saw uh some of the Phoenix Suns uh, okay. getting ready for their preseason game. They were hopping on the bus uh, to head over to uh, wherever the Portland Trailblazers play. I don't, I don't know what stadium that is, but yeah, so that's not the Rose Garden. That's that's old. It that's might be the Rose. Man. Well, I don't know. Nah, nah, who, who that knows? was that was that wasn't a part of the trip, so we didn't gotcha. we didn't we didn't see any basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mrs. was like, no, no, no. She no. actually she did let me go see. Uh, we went to uh, a CFL game, Canadian football league oh, game. Look at that! So that was cool, you know. So she, okay. she gave me she gave me a little bit of time to go go watch some sports. Shout out to she, Mrs. <laughs> she let me she let me go off by myself and watch the Bears game, the Thursday night game against Washington. So okay, I got, I got a I got a little sports here. That's good. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. But make sure you follow us uh, wherever you get your podcast. Again, Super Duper Pie, Easy Smoke. And the GM. So as we will jump right into it, man. Again, welcome back, my man. Yes, sir. Uh, so, so this Saturday is it's a very special day. It's a uh, sweetest day. Are you a big sweetest day guy? Do you even no, care? I don't no. Care. no. Am I getting you in trouble by putting this out there? In, no, in not the atmosphere? At all. Okay, no. okay. That you know, we don't really, you know, honestly, we don't really celebrate either day. So, dang, bro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We I celebrate mean, every day, so it's not. Oh, oh, my, oh, excuse me. Yes. Okay, Lucius, yes. pimp, pimp, yes. pimp, easy. My yes. bad. Okay, you just got rose petals all over the house. That's Is right. That, that, that's how you live. That's right. Lies. <laughs> Lavender scented. Yes. Okay. We got chocolates. Now, one of these pies be recorded late. You Flowers, have a busy you know, day, roses brother. every day. You know all that stuff, man. Yes. Well, well, well for the rest of I'm us, lying. some wanksters. Uh, <laughs> so, sweet, sweetest day is every third Saturday in October, and you know I always thought it was like the guys because clearly Valentine's Day is for ladies. Like, let's keep it a buck. Let's right. keep it a thou right. wow. And so, sweetest day was supposed to be for men. But that's why you don't hear about it much, cause it's for men. And so you know, that's that. We end up still having to give out a uh, summer sweetest day, but uh, sweetest day is a holiday celebrated in the Midwest and parts of northeastern United States, uh, in Arizona and in Florida on the third Saturday in October. How did it skip over everywhere else? I, I listen again. This this is this is a problem. It's see, that's a day, why I don't. That's why I don't celebrate it. See, it's a it's a day to share romantic deeds or expressions and acts of charity and kindness. So they got you just doing all kind of stuff. Valentine's Day is clearly you better give me a gift. You better give me some flowers. I better get some candy. You know, proposals, all kind of stuff. Sweetest day is like, hey, here's a box of candy. <laughs> uh, so it's it's been refer, referred to as a hallmark holiday or concocted promotion to created by the candy industry solely to increase the sales of sweets. But that's usually most holidays. That's you know, as 
as we most know it. So the first Swedish day was on October 10th, 1921 in Cleveland, Cleveland of all places. Uh, states the first sweetest day was planned by a committee of 12 confectioners chaired by candy maker C. Hartzell. And the sweetest day in the year committee distributed over 20,000 boxes of candies to newsboys, orphans, oh, old folks okay. in so the poor in Cleveland. It was, it was a hustle. It was it was a hustle. They were trying to get this candy out, you okay. know, the old guerrilla marketing in the 20s. Yeah. It's like, yeah, see, so you're going to sell us candy, see? Yeah. Look <laughs> 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 at here, Mark. I get this candy out here, see? Uh, so yeah, so like we're back in the twenties, man. So I think you know this is like so it's proclaimed to be pretty much you. You're right, is it's like the National Confectioners Association launched a movement throughout the candy industry to rank Sweetest Day with the nationally accepted Mother's Day, Father's Day, and Saint Valentine's Day. Okay. So you know, I mean, you know, growing up in Chicago, Sweetest Day, especially when we were like in high school, it was a big deal, right? You, you had to kind of remember sweetest day but i remember uh so in college uh as a young lady i, was, I had a fancy on i won't say her name <laughs> but we still cool we cool to this day and so she was not from chicago don't go to school in massachusetts so i'm thinking you know oh man sweetest day let me go get these go get these candies get this envelope do what i gotta do you know what i mean i make a little note booty booty why do why give it to her she was like what sweetest day, Rob? I went, come on. I could have saved this money. I could have saved this gift. I could have yep. saved this rap. Ah, I was like, what's what you give yep. being smart, Rob? Smarty yachty. Yeah, see? So I, I was like, she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 you know, yeah, it's a day in Chicago that we celebrate. She was like, I mean, I never heard of it, but this is cute. And I was like, Blame never again. I'm out of the candy makers, man. Yeah, the national confectioners. Yeah, see? <laughs> That's messed yes. up. I'm doing that for the rest of the day. Yeah, see? I just, <laughs> I just got these coppers. I had yeah? to run from the coppers. Yeah, coppers, yeah. <laughs> Here's what's crazy, though. So Halloween was around at that point, 1920s, right? Um, right. I wasn't here, but I'm just, you know. Just You're just taking a guess. Sure. Taking yeah. a guess. Why wouldn't they have pushed that holiday like to, I don't know, May or June? You know, uh, and, and I'm just to at spread this. out because you know, with Halloween coming, people were buying candy. I'm assuming candy was a was a big, big thing back then, right? For for Halloween, so yeah, just to see. spread out the 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 uh, uh, the revenue, right? Well, well you got to figure that thing. They, they probably thought it was already spread. Maybe they felt it was this. Is probably it. They felt like October because you bring up a good point. Because Halloween candy, and maybe and maybe we have to probably look up Halloween, but maybe the whole candy thing is newer for Halloween, right? Maybe it was, okay. right, maybe maybe it was something, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like, I think yeah. that might be, you know, we know it as a long tradition, but have people always been trick-or-treating outside like that? I mean, but it's always been Valentine's Day, candy, right? And as they talk about it, you got Mother's Day, uh, right? So uh, that's sort of, sort of front of the year is kind of taken up with these two major holidays, and then you're not really eating candy like you sell like candy like that in the summer. So in the fall, outside of maybe Christmas candy, right? You kind of had a yeah, you I had guess, a lull. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so maybe they yeah. figured so I, that it probably was a quarter thing. If I'm thinking about it, because that's the beginning of the fourth quarter. Yeah. So that's all I'm thinking. So they, so, so they needed to make up for some revenues and yeah. going into the fourth and right yeah okay and just right, and, right. and just and just prep for the next the upcoming year maybe they're testing out candies and stuff you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> see they don't know what this candy is see <laughs> jeez man oh man but now well I, I miss so in 1940 another sweetest day was proclaimed on October 19th. The promotional event was marked by the distribution of more than 10,000 boxes of candy by the Sweetest Day Committee. The candy was distributed among 26 local charities. 225 children were given the candy in the chapel at the Society of Prevention of Cruelty to Children. Oh, wow. On October 17th, 600 boxes of candy were also delivered to the presidents of the Jewish, Protestant, and Catholic Big Sister groups of New York. But yeah, but according to the wiki, man, this was just made by the candy makers. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely a Midwest thing, man. So, you know. But I, I still think it's a good day. I think any time that you can, if you have a loved one, that's people you really care about, it's good to get them a little something just to, you know. I, I mean, even though we were joking about it earlier, as you said, as you said, <clears throat> in your big right voice, we celebrate it every day. Got I think taking out the time, <laughs> taking out the time 
to uh to 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 acknowledge and say like this it never hurts, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I was telling somebody this other day how you know in business school they teach you um customer acquisition is way more expensive than customer retention. Meaning to get a new customer, you gotta spend a whole lot of money, right? Do a whole lot of stuff to get them to to stick with you. But when you got somebody buying your stuff and they're your customer, it doesn't take a lot to keep them coming, right? To keep phrasing. It doesn't take a lot to keep them on on, on board, right? So in a relationship, customer acquisition, right? The, how you got this person. You were sweet as you could be. You were thoughtful. You were leaving notes. Uh, you were always on time. Always had your hair cut. Always had your hair done, right? You did all that to get somebody. And so when you have them, as we said, Customer retention isn't expensive, right? Just See, to, that's just, why I don't really celebrate it because I, man. Well, but but, but I, well, trust me, I ain't saying don't see, do nothing, don't misquote words. Yeah, but what I'm so, saying is you don't have to do as much as you didn't act, and that does. And I'm not saying you don't have to give enough effort, but it's like to show someone that who you are in a relationship with that you care about them. You can do that on a smaller scale, just more consistently, just showing the effort that like, you know, I know we've been together for X amount of however long, but this still small thing. It's sweet as day. I didn't forget about you. I'm thinking about you. Here's a bag. Of, here's a box of candy because I, you are my sweetheart on said sweetest day. So, you know, okay. if you're in Chicago, just from by the store on Friday, it's trust me, it's going to be boxes of candy. You're already ready to go. Buy a nice little card. Write your sweetheart a name. Go to the there. go to the young black owned candy store. I don't know where that is, but where oh the one that's super expensive. That one? <laughs> I didn't say that. Don't mean to be. Jeez, I know exactly what we're talking but about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I took the kids in there. I was like, never can. I never see me again. <laughs> Walgreens, here I come, Jack. Oh, it's good though. It's good. It's good candy. So I did make the this chocolate. Note. So when I was writing out the notes for the pod, I was like, you know, men be starved for gifts though. Like, cause sometimes <laughs> it's gonna get me canceled. Women on some some of these Valentine's Day or Sweet Days, they give sex as gifts. It's like, hold on, I mean that's great, that's great. Can I get these Jordans though? Uh, on, on top of that. <laughs> oh, you straight? That's all the gift you need. That's all the gift you need, ass. Okay, mother. Uh. Oh, huh. I, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. Give me some joys. Give me some joys, man. <laughs> I mean, on top of you, you know the extracurriculars. I get, so, I get. Tangible gifts can be good, but some other gifts can be good too. You know? <laughs> Yo, Ed, you are on your very white today, brother. Okay, I'm I ain't just mad saying, at you. You, you know, back from vacation, yeah. you feeling yourself? Yeah. I ain't mad at you, fam. <laughs> so listen. So as while you were out. So I don't know if I told you, man. I decided I'm 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 a slow up my uh my Instagram consumption, man. It's, it's getting out of hand. It's getting out of control. Yeah, getting out of control. But it count. But before I did this, I saw something called seventy five the seventy five hard challenge. Have you ever heard of this? No, never. So I actually saw it from an Instagram post. It was a woman who was uh, exercising outside, and she was like, "I'm doing seventy five hard," and I was like, "Okay." That's a weird name, but what is it? What is it called? It's a bit. It's a, a TikTok hashtag. Seventy five hard challenge has over a billion views, and it's created by a guy named Andy Frisella. Okay. So the rules of the seventy five. So it's like a. It's a. It's a more fitness challenge. It's about. It's relatively simple, but uh, uh, extreme. So you must complete five daily tasks for seventy five consecutive days without fail. So these tasks include drinking a gallon of water. Okay. Working out twice a day. Two a days. Yeah. Sticking to any structured diet. So, you know, you determine the diet, but you got to stick to it. whatever that diet is. So you three, stick three to Big it. Macs a day. I can, I can stick to that. I, I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to look over that statement. So read it, read 10 pages of a book and taking a progress photo every day. Now here's the trick. If you slip up, you have to start again. So like you're, you're so if you, you know, you get to day 70, and you don't drink your water, don't you have to go back to start day over. one? Yeah. And so the whole thing was like, you know, it may seem harsh, uh, but like this strictness, this can be motivating. And 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 the person who created his thought was more, you know, it's it doesn't hurt you. And even some experts like it doesn't really hurt your body to do something like this. Um, and, oh, with the exercise, you have to do 45 minute sessions twice twice per day. And one of them has to be outside. The, no matter the weather, and so the whole point of the the what if this, you live in the in the 
northern climate. Then you got to figure out you got to do your 75 in a certain time of year, or you just have to take a walk in the wintry mix. And so, you know, that's something. So, and he was, and so and he was saying he did this because he's like, you know, people give up on their challenges because something gets hard, you know, phrasing something is like becomes inconvenient, becomes difficult. So they don't do it. Right. And he's like, oh, the structured diet, there's no cheat meals or no alcohol allowed, but you can pick any diets you like. So I guess your Big Mac, if that's what you want to do, but you can't have any cheap meals treats or alcohol so i'm assuming the big meals big max probably out and so yeah if you can't have a cheat yeah that yeah so you can't at, at all 75 days right all and right. so and so the thing Dog is some people might be asking too much so <laughs> so people do this when people usually do 75 hard that they want to get a big change uh and they want to and they do want to have something like this really go through it to, to make this change for them because people just feel unmotivated or let, feel like they lack the structure to make a change like this. And like the people who go through it, it's like, they feel like they, uh, they break through that mental wall or they kind of shake that thing that keep, that stops them from sticking to something. Uh, and again, the down, like the downsides, it really wasn't a lot of downsides. It was just more like, you know, from a, the only thing I read was from a, a health standpoint from eating like, like after 75 days, you know, what do you do then? Right. You know, it's like when a professional athlete stops working out. I mean, it's like they, they were working out so hard. They, they just can't keep up that workout regimen. So their body just doesn't look the same. Right. They gain a lot of weight or what have you, mm-hmm. because like just they, they just they're just not going to keep up that same fitness routine. Like two a days or 75 days, you're going to be a whole different person. Right. So but but it's again, it's not a, the whole thing is. Well, the, if, I think the goal is to get used to it and then you just keep Exactly, exactly. It's like, it. you know, you uh, you keep up some of these habits, man. So it had me thinking, though, just about um, how, why is it so hard to stay disciplined, right? Like, how often do we say, you know what, I'm going to stop eating this or I'm going to read every day or, you know what, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. every day to do X, Y, Z. And we don't, right? After maybe do it for a week, maybe do it for 10 days, right? Then that day, and you like you you tired or something happens, and you just like, you know what, I'm out. And there's something that Kobe said, you know, rest in peace, that I always think about like keeping a promise to yourself, right? He would say if he if he made a promise to work out a certain way in the summer before the before the season. And if as he was working out, he determined it was like really hard. He's like, I can't go back. I made a promise to myself. And it's like a lot of times as we don't even keep promises to ourselves, that sucks. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, this is not just like, I'm not talking at people. I do the very same thing. It's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this every day. And for whatever reason, I don't. And it's like, oh, oh, well, like, well, hold on, bro. Now, some, you know, as if you said to me, yeah, we're going to, I'm going to produce your podcast. And then it's like next week, you're like, oh, yeah, man, I, I'm eating some cereal. I, I had to call you next week, right? Like, hey, bro, forget you. But that's essentially <laughs> what we do to ourselves. Uh, you know, if you think about the greatest, right? Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Kobe, Beyonce, it's like they were able to keep whatever promises they made to themselves. That's why they are who they are. Because I'm a firm believer is like, you can do anything. It, you know, I know we always tell children, you can do anything if you put your mind to it. And I, that's true. But I really think you can really do anything if you are consistently doing it, right? If you are, cons- if you are just like day in, day out, doing this bit by bit, at some point, you're going to become, it's like you said, the 75 hard. It'll just be part of your life. And then you'll be bigger, greater, faster, stronger, smarter, right? But it's like, we don't see that part of it. Like, it, it, it's like we give up, you know, we want it all, but you have to sacrifice something. I think that's the other part of it too. It's like, we want to have all the stuff. Like, okay, you want to lose weight or you want to be faster or you want to be smarter, that you got to give something up. And like the people in my name, Beyonce, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Kobe, like they determined some some of these things over here are going to have to go. Now, that's not to say everything you had to sacrifice, like family or 
you know, relationships. But if you're, for example, I'll say for me, I've been saying forever as all year, actually. Oh, yeah, I'm putting myself on front street. And I'm going to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Right. Because I think if I get up at five, I can probably, you know, read my Bible, read a book, do whatever. Just be up early, like get a head start on work, stretch, ex anything. Right. But man, I like watching stuff on demand late at late at night. Okay, man. And I'm sifting through Instagram or I'm like just doing something just to be up. And I'm like, well, I'm up late, so there's no point of waking up early because that's stupid. So let me just stay. And then I'm up at 7 like or 6.30, like I should have got up at 5. And and I do feel like, man, Rob, why can't you do what you say you're going to do in this particular instance, right? Because, I mean, you know, we, we do do those things. Like we we keep some promises. Like there's some things we got to do. We got to go to work. We got to take care of. But what about those parts in our lives that it's like, you know, you want to do this great thing like as i gotta ask you when was the last time i hope you don't i'm not trying to offend you with this question because i gotta i have i've thought about this too like, what's the last thing that you feel like you did that like really took a lot of effort it took some sacrifice it was like some days i don't really want to do this but i'm gonna finish it like what was the last thing you remember that you went through that process for yourself hmm. um That's a, that's a damn good question. Right? Because when you think about it, and it's like the older you get, like when I was younger, I was always training for races, doing urban athletes. Like the last thing I could think of for myself was either learning how to salsa dance or the last time I did a triathlon. But that's like 2015, 2016. That's seven years ago. You know what I'm saying? I, I've, I've never done the whole... Uh the whole triathlon thing or the, mm -hmm. the marathon or... Ah, uh, I don't. I don't know that I have. Wow, honestly. So we I mean, said can, football you can team. Maybe go back to <clears throat> yeah. You can go back to to yeah when I was an athlete mm -hmm. uh, playing football. Even then, I don't know that I was back then <laughs> sacrificing all that much. <laughs> you don't get these Big Macs, yeah. Oh yeah. man, because I mean, I needed to. That I needed to to maintain weight at that point. So, mm, mm. uh, but you see the point I'm getting at, right? I, like but if, I hear you. Yeah. 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 It's like anything for the folks to listen, like think yeah. about that. What's the last thing that you did that took like real effort, real dedication, real sacrifice. It wasn't like a, just a, it's, it wasn't work. It's not family related. It's like, yeah, just you, yeah. You said, you know what? I want to do this thing. Like, you know, probably, you mean, know what? There was a time, uh, I lo I lost a, quite a bit of weight back in the mid mid two thousands, mm -hmm. and so I dedicated myself to actually you know working out every day. Uh, you know I was on a on a pretty strict diet, and yeah, it ended. I think I dropped I dropped something like fifty pounds and wow. yeah yeah around like 2000, 2005, 2006 in that time. Man, you, you was slim as I, I mean, we was hanging out. Man, yeah. yes. yeah, you, wait, 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 wait. You go back to some pictures and you'd you be like, oh, wow. I probably let nobody know what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I think, so I, I, if I'm thinking again, it, it was like 16, 17, 18. Yeah, like right before the pandemic, yeah, it was like I wanted to get a certain muscle mass and size, right? So it was like, to your point, I just, I went to the gym like three times a week, you could, you know, if you, you want to find me, that's where you could find me. You know what I'm saying? If you want to hang out, you can hang out with me after. Like, it was like my gym bag was always in my right, car. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you want to see me? This is where I'm going to be. Or you're going to wait till I'm done. I'll take a shower, you know, I'm taking a shower at the gym because it's like, I want no excuse. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like we don't give ourselves that many goals like that, especially when we get a little older. It's like, well, I have my time. I'm not going to do what, you know, this, that, and the other. Because I'm going to tell you, man, this I, I've been thinking more about this as I, well, I guess we and I have talked, but I've been going to physical therapy. I missed, I hurt my my leg. I thought I busted my knee, but I, I had this quad injury. Okay. And it was like, you know, you just got to, they had to show me these new exercises to build the strength up in my quad. Cause I, in my mind, I had given up running. It was like, eh, I'm just, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm 44. Who needs to run? It's like, actually, I do need to run. <laughs> I need to run. You know what I'm saying? And so it was thinking, but I, it was, it was easier to be like, you know what? 
I'm out. I'm, I'm out on running. I don't, I don't have to do it because yeah. I knew it was going to be hard to get back to running. Right? It's like, oh, maybe I'll just be through with it. But once I got to, I still go physical therapy. These ladies, one one shout out to the ladies of sports orthotherapy uh, over here in Beverly because they mean in a nice way. Like I'm in there hollering, screaming. They just giggling. Like, huh? Eh, nice, <laughs> nice first day. Thanks, thanks, ladies. Uh, but I mean the way they acting. They're gonna have me up and running. And so it's like, so what am I going to do with this, right? Am I just going to let this go away? And even when we think about our own, like, I know the, the the biggest example is just like our fitness and our health, right? You know, we, we love, we love to eat, you know, certain snacks or certain food because it's like, it make you feel a certain way. But it's like, if you left it alone, if you left it alone and worked out, how much better you would be, right? But it's like we can't give up the the these small wins, these small pleasantries for the big wins. And that and that's like so I look at the 75 challenge, the people are giving up the small pleasantries for a big win. Cause imagine just how different you would be. Not even doing the 75 hard. Like you did a 75, whatever you did, 75 of reading a book, of reading out of a book every day, 75 of reading the news, right? 75 of not eating candy. Like seriously, how much better you would be. But as you know, like I know what we all do is like after three days, I deserve a snack because I didn't eat this candy for three days. Yep. Or I'm going to watch TV all night because I've been reading a book every day. It's like, and that is that is that really a win, right? Is is that is that really a win? And guys, as I say this, I I want you to be as thoughtful about this as I was, because really reading his challenges made me go, could I even do this? And this is not a hard, like truly, I I read to you the challenge. That's not that hard. You know what I'm saying? It ain't tell you what type of workout to do. The outside workout could be 45 minutes of walking. Didn't tell you, know what, you what, the, what the diet was. Didn't tell you what the diet was. It just had to be some structured diet. But you you know what you should probably, you know, eat less of it. You know, ain't nobody got to tell you that. You know yeah. what you should be eating less of. And 75 days really is, is six weeks. Like, yeah. that's, that's nothing. That's nothing. That's half the summer. You know what I'm saying? What is if it, there was a 75 soft that should see my face. <laughs> but go ahead, explain. Seventy-five no, sauce. Just, I just threw it out there. You know. So, what, you, so little, what, what does that mean? Maybe a half a gallon of water and you know one workout. And okay, I can have some drinks every once in a while. Yeah. So we're not soft around here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. I wish you. I wish you. I wish you. But no. no. No, seventy-five. I, that, I, I, the way you break, you broke it down right there. Yeah, it's really not. It's really not that hard. It's, it's really not that hard. But I think yeah. that's the point. What the Mister Frisella was saying, he was like, we can make so many excuses to make it easier for ourselves. Like you know, your your suggestion, seventy-five soft phrasing. Uh, it's just you know. Actually, there is a seventy-five soft challenge. Oh, that's see, it's, that's from a sucker. What does it say? <laughs> that's sucker on, let me, MC. Let me pull it up here. Let's see. Get out of here. Seventy-five uh, soft. The seventy-five soft says, "Do what you want to do. It's okay. Eat well and only drink on social occasions. See, see, no. Train for forty-five minutes every day, with one day a week for active recovery." Drink three liters of water a day. I'll be so mad. Mr. Frisella is just, he right, go slapped in. That's from Health, that's from Health Magazine. Is that what you're looking at? And read 10 pages of any book a day. I'm getting this from, what is this? SunnyHealthFitness.com. Hey, man. Still, I, well, I roll with Mr. Frisella, right? Sydney Buckert. I roll with Mr. Frisella. Because seriously, either way, right? Soft or hard. You know which one she likes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hope my mama don't hear this episode. She might. Oh god, mom, I'm sorry. Uh, but no, the uh, but I think, but the main thought, no matter the challenge, is still it's there's some stick to itiveness that we unfortunately lack as people, and that we find reasons to quit and change. And it's like, do you want this goal hard enough? You know, my mother we say a lot to me. She's like, you know, how bad do you want it? 
that'd be something that would, she would say, like to motivate herself, right? Just like, my mom just is not computer literate. And she's better at it now. I'll give it to her. Like she's very savvy with her phone. But I remember there was a point she had a new computer at a house to set it up for and I left. And I remember I called her the next morning and she's like, you know, Robbie, I was up all night trying to figure this computer. And I was like, why don't you just call me? I don't, uh, you know, no matter what time I the game went on. She said, but I had to do it for myself. I I, I needed to know this. I had to, I worked on it. And it's like, her stick, she could have just left it alone, called me, I'd have fixed it, but she wanted to know it for herself, right? And I feel like, you know, we, like the example we used before, oh, I've been good for two weeks. Let me just throw it all out the window because, you know, but because what we miss is that it, that's actually a setback. Because if you've been good, for, it should be more like, I've been good for two weeks. Let's see if I can do three, right? What you looking at? You found a 75 medium zone? No, no, no. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking in my, you bringing that up. I'm thinking about a situation I was in. Yeah. I was, uh, I was working out hard, man. I was eating right, you know, and, uh, somebody, he must've been the devil came mm-hmm. as, as I was leaving the gym <laughs> and I was like, Hey, don't, Hey, treat yourself. Don't, 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 don't work too hard. I was like, yeah, I can treat myself and went and got some ribs, man. I always felt bad about that. Ain't been right since. <laughs> I always felt bad. I was like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. He was rolling. Yeah. I mean, yo, because the thing is this, what we what we forget is that those cheap, I mean, like, you could work out for a year, a year, miss a miss a miss two weeks. And it's like you never was in the gym. You know what I'm saying? It's it's yeah. just be like that. Oh, okay. he, we had a we had a coach used to say you you take your month to get in shape, but take two days to get out of shape it's the worst i mean it's it's horrible but also to that point you know things happen you know none of us are like professional athletes where we have the whole day to um just work out but i still think there are times where um you know we can still keep up the routines and it's not like a an excuse to get it done because these setbacks are real you know what I'm saying? You you've been you've been eating good for weeks, and then you throw on a cheat meal. That's now your stomach toe up because you ain't been used to that. And now you're lethargic. And now you don't want to go nowhere. And now it's like, well, I might as well. You know, I gave it up for nothing. Then you feel bad, and it's like, for what? And now yeah. you're back at it. And also, this this is the other thing is, you know, we, I think the seventy five that number is, is a big number, but you know, we don't do stuff unless we get immediate results. And sometimes real change takes a very, very long time. And I hope somebody's hearing me as I say this. Because, you know, we do it for two weeks. It's like, I don't see nothing yet, right? You're not supposed to. Like, I, I do a lingo. I was doing that for two weeks. I'm like, hey, man, I, I can't talk. I, I can't speak the Spanish like I want to yet. But it's only two weeks, bro. But like, what are we doing? Right. Salsa dancing. It's like I was still tripping over myself. And and it, and just how I live is, I always like, when I, when I get a new job or whatever, it's like everything's new. You don't know what stuff is. You know what terms they're saying. And I always say to myself, Rob, in about a year, you won't know when it clicks. It's going to click naturally. And you're going to look back and go, man, I remember when I didn't know any of this stuff. And now I do. And so, when we, but in our lives, we want the immediate results. And when we don't get them, we throw it. It's like, oh, this, this must not work. It's like, it has to work. Like you said, your coach said, it takes a month. Like it takes a long time to really get to where you want to be. So I encourage everybody you know, you don't necessarily have to do 75 hard or soft. <laughs> but I, I think though, you should I want you guys to really consider what's the thing you've been saying you've been you don't you, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this every whatever, whatever it is. Let me say every day, but you know, every series of days. What's this thing I'm gonna do? And ask yourself, why can't you do it? Cause I bet your answer is really not it, it when you whatever answers you come up with it won't be enough to stop you from doing it, all right? Like, nothing's just stopping me from waking up at five. Nothing's just stopping me from reading a book every day, like a 10 pages out of a book. That's that's actually very easy. I thought about it one day as, I could read my Bible, read a book, do do a lingo, do drum practice. Like, oh, I, I, it was like five or six things I wrote down that I could have done like an hour, right? And I'm on Instagram, well, I used to be, because I'm changing my life, Instagram for an hour and 20, you know what I'm saying? I could have done all this other stuff, bro, and be a genius. 
but I'm just an Instagram fool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jeez. I know I know everything that's happened. You know, that's also too. Like we want it's like we want to know the thing about Beyonce a lot in terms of uh oh before I move forward, shout out shout out to uh my friend Daniel Listen to the Pie. Because on the last part, we talked about the Taylor Swift numbers. And she sent me, you know, like, hey, 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 make it, make it plain, bro. That, uh, you know what I'm saying? That they, they make it seem like Taylor Swift do killing, but Beyonce's tour is actually outgrossing Taylor Swift's. Okay. She was like, she was like, numbers don't lie. I don't, so shout out to Dana. You know, I mean, you know, we I talked about it. Yeah. Hey, we, we yeah. were like, you know, it's just different timelines, different parts yeah. to listen to. Everybody make it seem like Taylor's out here number one. But shout out to B. Uh, what was I, what the point was I making for I got Clearly off track. Oh, I think about the Beyonce off. Here we go. Well, I think about off for various reasons. But mm-hmm. uh, shout out, shout out to, to Beyonce. <laughs> but one thing is like, you know, I doubt, I'm sure she has a team on social media, but like Beyonce is a culture mover, right? And not a culture like catch up or follower, right? It's like, it's not what's happening. It's more like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Y'all can do it if you want to, right? And I think that's a good mindset to have, like, because because we're more like what's happening out there, and we're like reading and following and seeing, and oh, this is what they're doing. And the people who are making the moves, they they are making their own move. They're not following their own things. And I think we should get again back into that social media. You know, I'm not trying to be old guy on the porch. And there's, I think, social media has a very positive aspect of attributes. But again, it makes us be followers and just like seeing what's going on when really like like this Jada Pinkett Will Smith thing is everywhere, bro. And it's like we know that's a mess. Why are we still following that? You know what I'm saying? Is that is that helping you read better ads? Is that helping you get healthier? No, nah, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why anyone and you know we ain't open the pie with that because for what? Right? What that ain't that ain't moving us? Well, they all they that's all they selling books, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like you know what they you know what they are. Yeah. So you might as well get your life together. Cause guess what they're gonna be? Straight. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're gonna be cool. And you're gonna have both books still <laughs> with a bad knee and a bad back. And you know, the, the, and you can't fit your clothes. You see That's what I'm it. saying? That's so it. you might as well, you know. So for people, I implore you to truly eat and everybody has something different. You know the thing that you've been wanting to do and want to try or wanting to really pay attention to. And for whatever reason, you keep stopping yourself. I encourage you. I encourage you. I encourage you. Think about the goal. And it's, it, the goal is greater than whatever circumstances in your way, truly. And the circle, you know, and, I, and I'm of the mind to the circumstances and those obstacles make you prove that you want it. They, 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 it's like, how bad do you want it? It's, it's cold outside, but I'm going to get this walk in. Cause I want, I want what's on the other side of this exercise. So you know, check out, check, check out. Again, seventy five hard. You can check that out, or your, or your own kind of um, challenge for yourself. But I know you guys can do it. Let me try to do it to maybe, maybe I share my list of what I'm gonna try to do next week since I'm gonna put it out there. So, but as before we get out of here, that's one thing I do wanted to, I did want to mention. This has been on my mind um, for a while, for a while. So. Um, you guys know I talk about my children. I love them dearly. Talk about them often, and I mention that they have autism. And I don't really get into just like what goes on because you know I don't want you know I don't want to tell any business on the on the pod, and they get older and be mad at me. Why don't you say that, Dad? But uh, I do want to share this about my daughter Brooklyn, and uh, she's been having a very tough time the last few months, and she's just been just dealing with a lot, and she's been having some very aggressive and violent behaviors. And so it's been a significant, uh, significant issue for for me, for her mom, and for her brothers, because we're just trying to figure out, you know, what's going on with her, and trying to understand how to help her best. Because there are sometimes where you don't know how Brooke is feeling, and we take her somewhere, and she, you know, she's having a blast. She's smiling. She's laughing. But then there's those other days where she turned that thing out and she's fighting everybody in the place. And, you know, as her dad, I have to grab her and hold her a certain way uh, to keep her from not just hurting 
you know, me or her brothers or people she doesn't know, but hurting herself, right? Because a lot of times when she has these um, outbursts and violent behaviors, it's because maybe we were going somewhere that she doesn't, she wasn't, she didn't know where we were going, right? We're in the car, we're going a different way. Uh, you know, to the point I've had to ha- I have to have certain guards on my arms because she like, you know, bites and scratches as I'm driving, right? And I say all this to say, so we were in the store Saturday. Shout out to the fairy godmother, Miss Vanessa. Got them some um Halloween costumes. And, you know, we've been doing this every year for three or four years. Miss Vanessa's the best. She buys a cot. That's her, that's her fairy godmother gift to the chipmunks. And we get in the store is and Brooklyn just like, you know, she said, go, go, right? She doesn't say a lot. Go, go. That means she wants to go back to the car. Um, She was really upset. And you started bucking, bucking, moving. She pushed her brother Aiden into the like racks of clothes. Oh, knocks, he knocks stuff off. So I have to grab her. And now she biting. I mean, she bit my arm, scratched my arms, bit my leg. It was wild. And I'm looking at the security camera just like, okay, when they going to call the police on me, right? Because, right? And the woman, the store woman from the store comes around the corner and says to me, oh, I'm, I just wanted to make sure she was okay and that nobody was beating her up. So I go, uh, why'd you say that? Right? And 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 then you know I I don't I don't like talking about this much because I think a lot of times there's this competition between like no motherhood is harder or fatherhood is harder right mm-hmm. like the statements I'm about to make is are not in relation to anybody's motherhood this is just about fatherhood because I know as there's been a lot of times that's not the first time somebody says something that's stupid to me outside with my children. You know, my again, Brooklyn has autism. There are plenty of instances where she's had episodes, and I'm doing, I'm, I'm holding my arm out because it's like the only way to keep her calm is to let her gnaw and gnash at my arm, so I can pay for the stuff and get the heck out of here. Right, right. And I've had women, you know, older women come to me and say, "Oh, you don't know what you're doing. Uh, she just want her mama, right? You, you don't know what's happening." And and I'm thinking like, "Ma'am, you don't even know what I'm dealing with right now." Right, you you and so, but it's like why why why'd you pick me to come up to say that to? If I was a woman, would you have said that to me? Right, and so like there there are times as you know that when we're at the doctor's office and it's like they're looking right at mom, and so I just I, I got to the point where I just wait until they go. So dad, you have any offer? Actually, I do, and I turn the whole appointment out. And it's like oh sorry, dad, yeah yeah, please apologize. Right. And I know I don't talk about this much, uh, but you know, as I'm divorced, you know what I'm saying? Their mom and I've been divorced since 2017. And the reason I don't bring it up often, and this is just the truth, I was I just admitted to it this weekend because I didn't realize I was doing this, is because I like people to see me with my kids before I tell them I'm divorced. This is why. Because as when people hear that I'm divorced, the automatic assumption is I don't see my kids a lot, mm-hmm. right? They, they assume when I put the picture on Instagram, I just picked them up, put up a picture, and then dropped them off at, at Nana's house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know what I mean? And again, I know people do that, but that's not the boy. You understand? And so I, I'm very reluctant to even say that because I, I that's just the assumption I get. It's like, oh, y'all know what? So that, it must mean you left, and this is the only time you get to see him. And Kawhi kept, it's been false news about me in the street, but we're going to leave that out, right? And if you know, you know, right, about me and the ship much, right? So that I ain't got to prove that to nobody. And all this to say is some is sometimes it just sucks, right? Because I'm trying to, I'm all trying to figure out how to be the best. Dad, I can be, you know, um, fathers, children with special needs. Like that's a that's a lot. It's a it's a different ball of wax. Didn't see it coming, you know what I'm saying? And it's still a challenge because it feels like every day is something when I get to, I feel like I'm getting to a point, things are cool. And now Brooklyn's coming off the rails, you know what I'm saying? And so, I, but I realized for me, you know, as you guys have listened to the pod, I'm a very vulnerable person and I don't mind sharing 
my struggles and challenges. I mean, you know, as famously saw me cry in Vegas, you know, because <laughs> it's like, bruh, I can't do it. Um, but the truth, and and and, I, and I'm thankful for the support that I have, you know, um, to my parents and my sisters, my niece, shout out to Westside, uh, and to all my friends, right, that have always looking out for me. And but I realized that that doesn't happen to for a lot of guys, for a lot of dads, and the only and they don't have a lot of places that they can talk to. You know, is when the triplets were born. And uh, we in the hospital, and the nurse. I think I may have told this story in the five before. The nurse came, and so social work, not nurse, social work came, and dropped off all kind of literature about. Okay, mom, so we got this for you. Mom, we got this for you. We got this, and then I said, uh, "You got anything for me? I, I do have triplets as well, you know." And she said, "Oh, uh, group. Oh, I can start my own group. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Didn't think of that. <laughs> Great." This is all the advice you give every man that comes up in here, you know? And I know a lot of times, like, just for a guy. See, see again, I'm blessed in having triples, even though, you know, people, it's as hard as scary it is. But because I have triples, I'm forced to be a hands-on dad, right? And most, a lot of relationships, a lot of, a lot of parenthood partnerships, the, you know, it's just expected the mom to do a lot of the heavy lifting. So the dad kind of, he has kind of a natural out that he takes, and I don't suggest that men do this, but it just happens, right? You know, I, I always say if a man was on a bus with a crying baby, people would just yell at him. If it was a woman on the bus, they'll give her advice, right? And it'd just be like, and maybe that'd change. Maybe, maybe I'm being jaded, but I'm hoping I'm hoping that'd change. Um, but I but I am I'm saying I know I'm talking, I'm like, why what are you getting to, Rob? Trust me, getting to something. I know for me, I have a lot of support, and I but I know a lot of guys don't. And what they end up doing, man, is is like they they can't they don't know who to talk to, how to talk about it, how to be vulnerable about it, how to deal with it, how to manage it, and they feel like it's just them, or you feel like you failing because here's the truth, you know, you can't come in the house always sad. That's how you. That's how sometimes you feel, you know, and, and you can't you can't say I'm sad or I don't have it because. The world says you're supposed to be the man of the house and lead this house. And in this, you know, if I'm not leading it this way, that I'm gonna get disrespected. Well, nobody check check out for me. So what a lot of guys do, and I I can attest to it, is end up crying in the car. <laughs> That's the only place. Like it's it's you. You got your music. Listen to what you want to. You know, depending on on your job, your situation, you just be in that car driving. And you, you crying, praying, talking, every whatever, calling yourself stupid. I messed this up. Why'd I do that? I should have. Right. And to be honest, as that's not always a healthy thing to do because you were just talking to yourself. And a lot of times you just feel like you can't talk to anybody else. So what I am offering to Men like me, you know, if you if you are a dad of a child with special needs, or you know, you're just a dad and you and you feel like you got you struggling, you just want to make sure, ask questions of people who want to things like you. I am going to start a Zoom call. Uh, we're going to do it the first Thursday of November. I think that is November. So it's Thursday, November second. Okay, do a Zoom call. Thursday, November second. And the group is going to be called Stop Crying in the Car because we got to stop crying in the car. All right. You got to get to it to um, just knowing that there's a there's a space of people uh, that are supportive of each other. And this is not about like solving all its problems. Just knowing that just a space to say you're not by yourself, man. So if you do me a favor, you can email me at stopcryinginthecar at gmail.com. See, how I, I was shocked Gmail didn't somebody pick it up already because it's genius. But uh, stopcryinginthecar at gmail.com. If you are a woman, you know a man that might be thinking about this, have him email that email address. And I said, I, I made a note about this on Facebook like a year ago, but as you just heard me explain, I ain't explained all life been life in. And, but I know while I had a moment and a thought, I wanted to put this out there and just go, you know, set up a Zoom call and just have a have you're gonna have your own, be it monthly or however this this thing goes, just check in. You can just sit on and listen. Uh you can ask send questions via the email, we can ask them on the chat. 
but I want to put that out there because this is serious. And, you know, we have to raise these children or we can only raise these children if we if we are sharpening our tools and we know who we are because, you know, your kid has the stuff you've been dealing with all your life. And you can you you can kind of give them the cheat code of how you dealt with it and how you got through it. But you got to know your issues yourself. And again, I'm asking you to join this group, but also go seek therapy as well. Right. In addition, because you need to have a support group, but y'all need to do your own work on yourself. So that's something we will encourage. So stop crying in the car, gmail.com, email your boy. First Thursday in November, uh, putting it out there, it'd be a Zoom call, probably 7, 6, 7 p.m. Uh, Central Time. But uh, yeah, I definitely am excited about this. And I want to make sure that I'm sending it out to everybody that wants to be a part of it. You know, if it's four people, if it's 40 people, you know, I don't care. I just I just want to put something there to help you guys. So I appreciate y'all uh, letting me share this. And I thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pie. Is I missing anything? No, I think you, you covered it all. You said it well. Appreciate you, man. So thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pie. We do not take your listens lightly. Uh, make sure you follow us on our socials at Super Duper Pie, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D, and online to hp53productions.com for additional content. So we appreciate you guys. Thank you from all over the country, all over the world uh, for listening to us and making us one of the best podcasts out there. Again, stop crying in the car at gmail.com. If you know a man that wants to be part of this, or you are a dad that wants to be part of this, we would be glad to have you. Uh, and again, follow us on our socials. Uh, check everything out. God bless you. Take care of yourselves. Like for real, take care of yourselves and each other. This is the Super Duper Podcast. Or do the case stand for kamikaze? The J silent is everywhere. You can feel them falling. Sure, lately I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further, and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This said, How you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I woke up.